Welcome to the Tell Us Something podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something awakens imagination, empowers storytellers, and connects the Missoula community through the transformative power of personal storytelling. It is a celebration of each other, our stories, and how we move through the world together. All of the stories at Tell Us Something are true. Stories last for 10 minutes and are told from memory. Everyone is welcome to tell a story. The community comes together for a night of true personal stories, shared live, focused on a theme. Everyone has a story. What's yours? The next Tell Us Something is December 12th. The theme is Getting Away With It, and we are taking story pitches now. Call the pitch line to pitch your story. 406-203-4683. The submission deadline is October 21st. After the submission deadline, the Tell Us Something Advisory Board will listen to all of the pitches and let you know next steps if you are selected to share your story. Get those pitches in now. Getting away with it. 406-203-4683. All right, let's get to this week's story. This episode of the Tell Us Something podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on September 10th 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Eight storytellers shared their story on the theme, Up the Blackfoot. Camping up the Big Blackfoot River, Wendy Woolett envies the big white horse she sees at mile marker seven. Over the course of many years, she sees this horse and eventually returns to it in a surprising reunion. Wendy is excited to share her story, which she calls the Blackfoot River Horse. Thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. The first time I saw the Blackfoot River horse, he was pastured at mile marker seven on Highway 200 going up the Blackfoot. The reason I remember that is that seven is my lucky number. He was a beautiful white horse you could see easily from the highway. And I've always had an affinity for white horses, starting with the Lone Ranger and Silver on 50s TV and moving up to Uncle Bo's white gelding, who I always thought was a stallion, named Snow, and then moving to teenage movies, Marlon Brando as Emil Zapata in Viva Zapata. You know, the Mexican nationals mow him down, he's a Mexican revolutionary, and his white horse gets away (laughs) to become a great legend in Mexico to this day. So, there's more white horse stories, but I don't have time. Uh, So this white horse I saw at Marmarca 7 the first time in about 1992 when I was living with a married man, drinking heavily, gambling, stealing grocery money, stealing newspapers, and uh, counting how many bottles of wine it would take me to get through a weekend of camping with my boyfriend Sam. He took early times ditch, I took white wine and red wine. And that's how we camped. And we went up the Blackfoot, past mile marker seven to uh, Gold Creek Road. Turn left to Gold Creek, go down there and find all these camping places. And the reason we did that was we harvested our firewood that way. I was on Stelazine, Zoloft, and drinking at the time. But I still remember that beautiful white horse. And every time we went by the white horse, pastured uh, in this kind of pie-shaped pasture right along the river with a double-wide trailer, beautiful double-wide trailer. I thought, I want that horse. I want that life. I want, you know, legitimacy. I want more than I've got. 
Those people are so lucky to have that beautiful white horse. So it meant freedom to me at the time, and there was a lot of envy there. And then in 1998, I quit drinking, and I left the married man, and I moved into, guess where? The Wilma Building, when it was affordable. Fourth floor of the Wilma Building. And that was great, because you could hear like the Moody Blues for free and Jimmy Cliff for free, and all you had to do is open the window, fourth floor. So I saw a lot of good concerts there, and I sobered up, and I changed my life. And I haven't lived with a married man again since. Anyway, so then I was going up the Blackfoot River for different reasons. Um, about 2000, I started writing the Montana Monologues, and I interviewed a woman who lived in Shoto, Dorothy O'Neill, who was like a mom to me. I just loved Dorothy. She gave up a ranch. She lived in the Skyline Lodge, and I'd go up the Blackfoot, go to Shoto, and interview her for, year, for about nine months every other weekend, transcribe the tapes, come back. And then I was going up the Blackfoot um, to go fishing with my son who had come to visit me from Iowa, who may or may not be here. He's a firefighter. Go, Caleb. And uh, he's a singer-songwriter, by the way. Caleb Coffee. Look for his CDs. Uh, so I would go up the fishing with Caleb. One time he didn't get his license. I warned him, but he still got a ticket. $150. But we won't talk about that anymore. Um, so as I'm going up the river, sober, uh, the Blackfoot River horse still means a lot to me, and I stop and pet him and talk to him, and I don't know who owns him or anything, but at one point in those years going up the Blackfoot, my horse disappeared, that white horse disappeared, and so did the double-wide trailer. And in its place was built a beautiful kit log home, you know the kind, trophy home, uh, with the nice garage and the apartment over it and the landscape driveway and the gravel and the beautiful vehicles, $50,000 each. And uh, it was a real grieving process for me to let go of that horse because it meant a lot to me as I went up the Blackfoot. In 2007, uh, I was diagnosed with cancer, and I lost my left kidney, my spleen, 40% of my pancreas, and so I named my right kidney Joan after Joan of Arc. <laughs> Guess why? She, she rode a white horse. <laughs> and uh, the, the gift was in that was I was able to produce the Montana Monologues as a fundraiser for cancer patients in... September of 2007. My surgery was in January of 2007. So now I'm going up the Blackfoot with my then oncologist Judy Schmidt's great motorcycle runs up the Blackfoot to the Double Arrow doing cancer fundraisers. And, uh, and I did some other cancer fundraisers since then. So that was kind of part of my recovery is giving back. Then at a certain point, my ex-husband came to visit, and he and my son went up the Blackfoot and stayed. Uh, mile marker 14 is Bear Creek Road, perimeter of the beautiful Potomac Valley, and we stayed at my friend Penny Kukuk's sheep ranch there when she was in Australia. And uh, I wrote a play there called 
my ex-husband's visit. It was a comedy. <laughs> but anyway, you're not supposed to say but anyway, but I'm going to. Um, so, the Black Fort River horse had disappeared. I got sober, my life got better, and then the cancer deal, and uh, a few other episodes with cancer. And then one day, I'm writing a play in the prime of my life, having been gifted with being able to do cancer fundraisers and all that, and um, I'm at Penny Kukuk's house, which is a uh, old cabin that's been refurbished, beautiful place, wood-burning stove, the whole thing. And I'm typing away, and I look out the window, and there's the white horse. The same white horse. I'm not sure, but it sure looks like it. So I tell Penny, that looks like the Blackfoot River horse that was at mile marker seven all those years. I gotta go find out. And she said, well, go up and talk to Les. Les owned the ranch next to her. He had llamas and this white horse. It was a big white horse. So I went up and talked to Les, and sure enough, it was the same horse. His name was Odge. He was now 26. When I first saw him, he was six. And uh, I talked to Les a little bit, and he said the reason he was pasturing him was that his owner, Lisa Zimmerman, had died of breast cancer. And the reason that double-wide trailer was no longer there was they had to sell that property to pay for her cancer bills, her medical bills. So I guess the, the lesson for me was, you know, to be happy with who you are because envying someone else isn't the whole story. You know, you don't know the story. So, um, any, every, evidently, Lisa had raised the, colt, the horse from a colt and had played around the Ponderosa Pines with him. He was a big horse. He was part Percheron and Arabian. And she said he could go all day long. He, they had to race him around potato fields to wear him out. <laughs> and I told Les that I would have to develop a story about the Blackfoot River horse, which I'm trying to do now. I haven't written it out yet because Mark won't let us. He says you have to just tell it, so. Um, But anyway, when I found out it was my Blackfoot River horse, I went out to the pasture and I hugged him around the neck. Gelding horses smell really good. They have a certain smell. If you're a horse person, you know that. And I talked to him and I thanked him. I thanked him for being Lisa's friend all those years and for being my landmark in my life's journey. Then when I got home and started thinking about this story, and I'm almost done, I looked up white horses on the internet, you know, the mythology of white horses. And one of the things a white horse has always done in mythology is transported its rider from one world to another. Thanks, Wendy. Wendy Woola is the author of a number of plays, including The Montana Monologues and The Lost Montana Monologue. She beat cancer four times. She's retired from producing theater and is now recreating her life as a nonfiction writer. She is at work on The Little Wendy Stories and a book celebrating Montana's ranch women. Remember, your story matters. If you enjoyed this story, 
please share it with your friends on your favorite social media sites. Thanks. Tell Us Something is proud to be fiscally sponsored by Missoula Community Foundation, a 501c3 organization. Missoula Community Foundation has been providing leadership to Missoula nonprofits and inspiring long-term philanthropy in Missoula since 2007. For the good of Missoula, forever. MissoulaCommunityFoundation.org. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Gecko Designs. The creative crew at Gecko makes killer logos. Not like Serial Killer, but better than any you've seen on a cereal box. They build beautifully mobile-friendly websites for both large and small clients in Missoula and around the country. Gecko has been doing it for two and one-tenth decades. That's 21 human years and 336 gecko years. I've met the team and can tell you that they're not as slimy as real lizards. When you're ready to get serious about your marketing, put a Liz in your biz. Visit the Gecko Designs team on North Higgins or online at geckodesigns.com. Logjam Presents. Logjam Presents is committed to creating a superior live entertainment experience through world-class production, state-of-the-art venues, and superior guest services. Headquartered in Missoula, Montana, Logjam Presents is an independent and privately owned live entertainment company. Logjam is the exclusive operator and promoter of the 4,000-capacity Kettle House Amphitheater, the 1,500-capacity Wilma, and the 550-capacity Top Hat Lounge. Working in close partnership with these venues, Logjam has created a unique artist and concert-goer experience that is unmatched in the Northwest. LogjamPresents.com CabinetParts.com The number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to CabinetParts.com. CabinetParts.com in business since 1997 combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving as students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com. Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactandFictionBooks.com. The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, the Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at GoodFoodStore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operating four stations, including The Trail 1033, Missoula's Quality Rock and part of our unique Western Montana community, featuring local DJs who love Missoula and know their music. Jack FM 105.9, playing what they want. You 104.5 FM, your at-work listening station. And ESPN 102.9, focusing on city, state, and regional sports, giving exposure and insight to teams and athletes in and around Western Montana. Learn more at MissoulaBroadcasting.com. Martin McCain, Woodworks and Design. If you're looking for custom, modern, or mid century cabinetry and furniture to fit your home, check out Martin's work on Instagram. He's at Martin underscore McCain underscore Woodworks over there and Martin McCain 79 on Pinterest. You can always friend up with him on Facebook because if he's doing work for you, it's pretty likely you'll become friends. Facebook.com slash Martin McCain Woodworks. Missoula Federal Credit Union. Missoula Federal Credit Union is a locally owned banking not-for-profit financial cooperative. They put their members' funds to work in ways that provide benefits to people 
people, the local economy, and the environment. That's belonging, and belonging is the new banking. MissoulaFCU.org. Enlighten Lab Float Center. Enlighten Lab is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. Thanks to Cash for Junkers, who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at cashfordrunkersmusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Tell Us Something, email me at mark at tellussomething.org. That's M-A-R-C at tellussomething.org. Podcast production by Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events, those of you who download the podcast, and most especially to the storytellers. Sandy Super, Lisa Tripke, Wendy Woolett, Tina Varen, Sarah Elkins, Juanita Vero, Jay Dixon, and Jerry O'Connell. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check the website to find out how you can tell your own story. Tellussomething.org.